Hey guys, it's the podcast that we do whenever the fuck we feel like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's it called? Um, I, I think it's called the Mad Fanatic. It's Who been are a, you guys? I don't even. What I am I doing even, here? I haven't seen David in like eighteen years. Yeah, so. it's it's been a minute, and uh, hopefully we're back sooner. Yeah, and more frequently. It's just like for majority of the people who listen to us, I'm sure you can relate. We're adults trying to stay healthy, work out, be good people, have friendships and relationships, go to shows, be a good partner and family member. It's just a lot. If that's what we're like shooting for, I'm failing. I'm failing so hard. I'm failing so we're like in we're recording in my new apartment right now and Nick and I have literally lived here for three months and there's still boxes and like shit everywhere. So that's <laughs> how good it, and life I'm winning right now. But we're back. But we're fucking back. Yes. And we've been seeing a lot of shows recently and we want to talk about it. Absolutely. Um, how would you explain what we're gonna talk about today? So I guess we're gonna go over some of the bands and artists that we saw live that we either didn't really know about or didn't understand or they were like just starting off on their career and you have that moment when you're standing at a show and you're looking and you're like wait a minute this is amazing this artist is going to be somebody or you're like yeah I didn't think they were great until I saw them live like just that that moment where you're like oh no I I get this I get this artist I'm a fan for life yeah Let's contextualize this though, because <laughs> yeah. what brought this topic up was no, <laughs> I, mean, I was dreading this moment. Okay, I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to ba- like we're gonna have to make an edit point and backtrack and put all the clips. Of, oh my god! Of evidence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But go so, ahead, David. We all were at a radio station show this past weekend with an amazing headliner named Taylor Swift. <laughs> Ashley, wait, wait, wait. You say amazing. You and I. Mir- yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Miro and I, up to this point, had always thought she was great. Ashley was never on board. Yeah, Why is that, a- Ashley? I just thought she was annoying, and I thought her music was annoying, and I just, her existence really bothered me. Yeah. And I her- couldn't really pinpoint it. I just, like, didn't like her. And then when the Me song came out, I was like, you guys, I can't do this. But... But then cut to last Saturday, Taylor takes the stage, and granted, Ashley had just seen the Jonas Brothers, so she was on cloud nine to begin with, (laughs) but then came on Taylor Swift, and how'd that play out for you, Ashley? So, I'm going to name drop now. I'm in the Capitol Records suite, and we're with all the big wigs, and my boss, who is like the big, big boss, he's like dancing and jiving to Taylor, and then my friend Los, who's like a mixer over at Power 106, who's like a really intense like bro, is dancing to Taylor. And ev- I just look and everybody's having such a good time. And then I'm standing there. And granted, I had a couple shots of tequila, but I'm standing there and I'm like, holy shit, she has so many bangers. And then I send them a video of me singing and I was like jumping around the whole suite. And I got it. You know, she she sounded great. Her outfit was on point. I it, I got it. I got it. I don't like that me song, but I'm I'm on board. I'm not going to go buy her stuff. I already gave you the merch package I got. Yep, <laughs> but she did. She gave me a, a 1989 merch package. And I still have it. Yeah, I know t-shirt, but I get it. Like I've like had an appreciation. I was like, "Wow, this girl like really kills it." And her outfit was amazing. She was wearing this like rainbow. It kind of looked like 
a fashionable Sesame Street outfit, which I think is a compliment because I would wear something like right. that. No, absolutely. But it was so amazing. And then these Stella McCartney oh. rainbow shoes. God, I want those shoes so badly. And she just, it was great. Brandon Yuri came out. You just didn't realize how many bangers she had. So yes, uh, I like Taylor Swift. And, and what I loved about <laughs> that too, though, like not only was she wearing the rainbow, but it was Pride Month and she posted a whole thing on instagram that she talked about about like how love is love and she always writes about love and wants everybody to feel love and be able to express that and so just like the thought that went behind all of that like yeah. the timing and the outfit and the song yeah and then you know having brendan yuri come out like everything just makes sense it's so on point on every level yeah and i will say this um taylor swift is what 29 28 29 she's around there i think yeah. she's around yeah. there here's the thing she came out when she was like 18 ish and i was really annoying from 18 to like 25 so i can get she's matured a lot and you can tell with the way she handles the media now how she reacts to things like she's not just some dumb teen anymore like she actually like She's like a mature woman now. Yeah. And I just saw that on, on Saturday. I was like, I get it. Like, this is great. And and I was backstage working, um, so I didn't see the entire show. But I did go out and made sure to watch her set. One thing that I did notice is she made so much use of the catwalk. And Completely. was yeah. right up in front of people. But beyond that, she actually had to walk past or step over um i don't even know what they what you would call them but they were she she used part of the stage that was not meant to be used and she several times walked over to the far outer edges and it was like construction tape so, it was like so on, on staging what happens is sometimes like when when the wind blows you have to use extra um like tape or it's like rope almost it yeah. yeah yeah um it, it oh fuck what do they call it Anyways, uh, we'll call it rope for the sake of this. And she just kept going over and on each side of the stage using the entire stage. It panicked me a little bit watching her like have to step over while singing and dancing. But she she would have to look down. And she, she would have took to look her down time to jump over. Yeah. But she made sure to like yeah. not just stay in the center of the stage, but to play to everybody on either side. And really, yeah. I mean, everybody felt like they were having a moment in a stadium with like forty thousand people or whatever it was. Yeah. And yeah. that's small for her. Like. Yeah. Her reputation yeah. tour was, did I think, she, billions of people. Did she do people. the Rose Bowl? She Tw- did. Three nights? Two nights? Two Sold nights. out. Jesus, yeah. dude. That is like... But can, I, can we just tell you that David and I, this is what we've become, had a meltdown of all meltdowns over our tickets on Saturday. I specific, Now I'm going to sound like a bitch. I specifically told somebody that I won't name, I said... If I have to be stuck in a suite watching the Jonas Brothers from 25 miles away when I've literally been up their butts to see them live many times, I'm not driving to fucking Carson to see this show. So I was lied to and I had a full blown meltdown, start freaking out on David, start freaking out on Miro. I text every contact that I have and I'm like, I need a pit seat. And then I like I was like, Ashley, what have you become? Who gives a fuck? Somebody get me up front. And then David did too. David's like, I don't even want to be here. At, at, you know, it's it's really no one's fault. But, it's um, no one's fault. I, I I got my ticket and it was like in the last row of like whatever section. I'm like, I, I was texting Ashley. I'm like, dude, I don't know that I'm gonna stay. I, yeah. I can't because 
I've seen like you know we, we've worked all these major events before, and it's like I've seen this person from like right in front of them, like yeah. feet away. I can't I can't do it from up here. It's just it's weird. It feels wrong to me at some yeah. point. Um, but, but I mean, for someone like m- myself and Miro, we're always willing to wait in line. We'll stand in line for hours to get a yeah. good spot. So it's not about like oh you know whatever. We just want to get into what. We're always willing to put the work in. So that is the hard part when it comes to stuff like that where I don't really have control of where I can be. Yeah. I kind of I kind of get like OCD about it. Yeah. I was just like sitting there. I'm like, Ashley, you are such an ungrateful brat. If your parents Wait, were here, they'd backhand you. But here's the thing. I don't think it's ungrateful. It's that you are an actual fan and you want to yeah. have that experience of seeing it up close. And you have seen it up close yeah. and personal. So it's in comparison, it, it it's not as great. But you're a fan and you want to be in front. Well, you want to be right there, part of it. No, absolutely. But also then I think about it. It's like the Jonas Brothers tickets to the Hollywood Bowl that I wasn't going to spend money on. They were $1,400 for a decent pair. And there's like kids that can't even afford to eat that would love to go see the Jonas Brothers. And I'm 32 years old. And I'm like, if I'm not up Nick Jonas's butt, I'm going to scream. And I just had this moment where I'm like, oh, God. But we figured it out. But no, to work. your point, we've <laughs> we've worked every single show for like the past decade. And I don't know. I just I always buy good seeds. So there, there's there's our little rant of <laughs> being jerks anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So Taylor was one it's artist terrible. that you kind of didn't fully understand. Actually, you, you probably actively disliked. De- actively disliked actively very actively we've been trying for years with ashley yeah god reputation is such a good album it's such a good pop and album 1989 like yeah. oh, that tour was insane yeah Shouts to for that one and well also it's like you know now that i'm like i work at a label i also don't have the liberty of like hating things as freely as i used to because it's like one day i might work at, you know what i mean like it's hard oh, for me that's true yeah that's like you can't be as vocal about stuff but this is a sincere thing about me thinking like that. That was a great. Uh, the whole thing was great. I had a very good time. Nice. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a good yeah. one to start off with. Mira, what do you got? Oh, um, for me, this was an artist. She, she, she is a juggernaut. Like she is a phenomenon. Phenom? Phenom? I don't know. Um, she's <laughs> amazing. And I, I liked her music. I like she didn't have an album out. I liked her EP. Oh, I think I know who you're going to say. Um, but I saw her live and I was like, what is this? Like the crowd was fully into it. It was, she just spoke to a generation and she was so sincere and so different. She just captivated me and I didn't expect that. I thought she would be good. I thought she would be a good performer, but I was blown away by Billie Eilish. Yes. Oh, I love her so much. That's another like, Eight months ago, I group text our Mad Fanatics group chat and I go, I don't understand Billy Eyelash. And both Miro and David are like, you are going to see the light. And I, yeah. Yeah, just seen, <laughs> like, and, and I'm slightly out of demo, I think, for a little, for, you know, I think her core audience is that, uh, like, 12 to like 18, the angsty crowd, teen, yeah. mostly female. So I kind of don't fit in, but. I still resonate with the lyrics and like it's kind of dark and twisted, but beautifully dark and twisted. Dude, I had been listening to Ocean Eyes Ugh. for like two years and didn't know who it was. I just had it on my like liked thing yep. on my app. That song <laughs> kills me. It kills me. And then I, I saw her, I was like, we need to go see Billie Eilish. We need to go see her. I was so blown away. I went and bought her merch. I, I like listened to her for like three weeks straight. 
I don't know how someone so young yeah. has these feelings like or the, the the mind's capacity of thinking up that stage and the weird shit. I was just so like captivated. Yeah. I don't even know. And it's weird because like when she records music, it's her and her brother in her bedroom. So them together just making all this amazing music is I, I can't even fathom like that bond that they have and, and how they write together and how their household even has to be because, you know, like some people grow up and it's very like just a different household where you don't talk about certain things and yeah. certain things are taboo. But to be able to come up with stuff like that, you have to feel very safe. So I can just imagine the home life is, is so different and so incredible and so like open. Well, did you see, I don't know if you saw when when all of her like YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Video, like all the DSPs, when her project came out, they were all around LA and her mom and dad, who are obviously still yes. together, went and took a selfie in front of every single one, just supporting her. And, and she's fucking weird. Like, let's like, and I Absolutely. love it. Absolutely, yeah. But they don't give a shit. And you can see, I don't know how to describe it, but I just feel like you can see that through her art. That she's so like supported and grateful. And yeah, I saw I saw yeah. their family backstage at an event once, and they were just standing there like casually, just having a conversation. And I walk by, I'm like, "Oh my god, that's Billy right there!" Like, trying not to freak yeah. out as I act professional, but they're like just a normal family. Yeah. Um, and the uh, the other cool thing that I've I've kind of had the fortune of seeing is um, I was at an event we were working with her. And there was meet and greet opportunity. And so our team went out and found three or four, I think there was four of them, diehard fans who were waiting in line and surprised them. And just seeing Billy's composure, I'm sure she gets it all the time, as like people were, or these four fans were just losing their minds, like sobbing, like the whole works. And I'm standing there, I'm like, I'm in my 30s and I wouldn't be able to comprehend She's 17. How is she? I mean, I'm sure she has to keep a level of distance from that. But at the same time, like people are freaking out over. And it's not just over you. It's your lyrics. It's it's like a deeper connection with you that you provide to them. And she was so cool and like gave them hugs and like talked to them for a little bit, posed for photos. I was like, how you're 17. How are you so composed? But and yeah. you get it. Like, it's, it's not even that. It's the fact that. Because Billy is someone who, through work, I've seen and met a few times. You know what I mean? Uh, I've seen her live maybe like six times at this point. But as a person, when you literally just walk up to her, she's the most genuine. When she gives you a hug, it is a full-on, like, thank you, hi, I appreciate it, hug. Like, it's not, you know, some artists won't even, like, address you when you go up to them. But she's just looking you in the eyes, and and it's a full-on embrace. Like, you feel how thankful she literally is. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I I didn't I wasn't anti Billie Eilish. I just didn't understand her. It took me an eternity to listen to her music. And thank God for these two. And then also shout out to my friend Alex Gervasi. Her and I were in the same boat and her and I just like it clicked and we texted each other about it. She'd sent out this tweet. She's like, I finally understand. Yeah, absolutely. And then I texted her, I was like, Me too, bitch. And like we're just talking about because her music is just so good. But seeing her live I saw her live at Coachella. I know you guys saw her live many times before that, but wow. Yeah, absolutely. Just I think she was probably one of three or four, maybe three people who 
kind of everybody was raving about at Coachella. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like all the celebrities posted about her. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what just happened, but it was awesome. So. God, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, actually, still on this Coachella tip, I hope I don't butcher this when I say this, but um, I really, I've been trying in 2019 to explore my musical roots and listen to just like, I've been listening to more French music, trap, Skepta, because you are such a big fan. And I'm really into like Hispanic Latin music. I don't even know if that's the right way to describe it, but. I mean, with if you're talking like the way that it's usually defined, it's like regional Mexican. Okay, <laughs> regional Mexican. So I made it a point to grab Nick and go see Tucanes de Tijuana. Yeah, the two cans of TJ. At Coachella. <laughs> Man, if I didn't tell you that I danced my ass off in the heat for an hour to that shit, it was so good. I loved it. And, like, I've been out and seen, like, mariachi, et cetera. But this was, like, a full, like, production. I didn't know what they were saying. But I felt, like, how grateful they were to be at Coachella. And the crowd was so fucking into it. And it was, like, at 2 o'clock in the dead heat in the desert. And I remember I, t- I tweeted it out and texted you. I was like, my mind is blown. They were so good. Yeah. That's amazing. It's funny because <clears throat> you, you see it. Well, fuck. I see it from both sides because that's a band that I grew up with. So with, uh, you know, my, my parents are immigrants from Mexico. We, every time we took a road trip to visit family, like in Arizona or wherever, there were some, you know, CDs that were always the staples. All right. We're going on a road trip. We need... Uh, Tigres, we need Bronco, and we need Tucanes. So all these like songs and you know, La Chona, whatever, all these things that people are talking about now, that's that that's a song that I've been listening to most of my life. You know what I mean? So it's really cool. Just like it's new all over again, and that is an amazing feeling. That's uh, such a cool thing to watch. Yeah, it. I had a fucking blast. It was so good. Wow. Yeah. Need to get on this. It, it's fun. I'll play it, it really at my is. at my party. Yeah, I like already have a fire playlist. For a dance vibe. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's when you know you're a music fan when you're I like, know, yeah, party, like, no playlist. First, all thing. I've been thinking about for Fourth of July is my fire playlist, but they will be on it. Kitty Perry fireworks. Oh, I love yeah. making playlists. Oh, you guys are gonna judge me on some of the playlists that I've made, but I love playlisting. They're so the best. Much. They're the best. David, what's a band that you've? Uh, Mine are a little out there. So, I mean, a lot of people won't even appreciate these artists or, you know, maybe maybe you will. But th- there's a couple on my list and I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't bring this up. The first one, for example, who is like, you know, just a party artist, kind of like good for a good time. It's Pitbull. Ugh. Right. I know. I know. Forgive me. Let, let me uh. get through this first. Wait, wait, wait. So. You know, through work, working at iHeart, Pitbull isn't an artist I would seek out. I wouldn't go to his Vegas residency or anything like that. But through work, I've seen him live a few times. And if he does anything right, he brings the goddamn energy to like a hundred. These are shows that I've gone to myself for work. And at times, you know, I've, I've even been able to invite my parents. And my parents are like, oh, shit, this was amazing. Like Pitbull, just he turns it all the way up. So even if his music isn't the most like, you know crazy thing you have to like oh god think deeply or like process the lyrics or anything like that no it's about a certain vibe so if you're not of that mentality or it catches you at the wrong time 
you're not going to like it. But if you're in the mood just to say fuck it and turn up, like, why the fuck not? Does he sing? God, I'm going to sound like uneducated, but does he sing that Mendiosa? Mendiosa? Is that him? Mendiosa. I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's older. Fuck. I don't know what it was, but when we were in Vegas for Letty's bachelorette party, someone did a Pitbull remix with that. And it went into like three Pitbull songs and ended with the Chris Brown International Love. Yeah. And when I tell you that bitches were freaking out and it's not like Pitbull was there. It was just a song. So I I see that because I've seen him live through radio shows yeah. and he wears tight white pants. You can see his entire yep. man bulge just in your face. And then when you're taking pictures for social and it's just Pimple's dick like, hello, same, like, same. hey, Pimple. <laughs> but yeah, um, but he does bring the party. And he's the nicest dude. So he's you add that really on nice. top of the energy. And I can't I can't fault him for anything. I can't be like, oh, Pimple's not great. But like, it doesn't have to be a certain kind of music. You're just going for a vibe. Yeah. That's what he does No, well. he does bring it. You're absolutely right. I have two Pitbull stories. Uh, one was I was listening <laughs> to the song and I was like, this song is awful. Oh, God. It The only thing that would make this worse is if Pitbull jumps on. <laughs> and then he did. And the next what verse, song? I don't even know. I, I, I will have to look this up. But it was awful song. Um, but the, the better uh, note, um, he played a radio show one year um and did his whole whole thing but um i was working in the digital room he came to the digital room with a tray of shots and gave everybody he's like you guys have been back here working you're sitting in front of computers at a show let's all have a shot yeah and he gave everybody a shot i was in that room it was it was he's so dope i think that's the first time i took a picture with pitbull because i'm <laughs> like this guy's awesome dude pitbull is so nice and yeah i just remember he came to iheart with white white tight see-through pants and no underwear and jojo like in the nicest manliest way was like we can all see your dick and it's on camera and it was so funny and the room was filled with like moms who wanted to like basically bone pitbull that pulled their kids out of school to come meet him nicest guy ever and i don't know if you if anybody has sirius xm but pitbull's globalization my friend programs that station and that station goes you just feel like you're in miami smoking a cigar with titties in your face the whole time you listen so i don't yeah. know that sounds like a good time to me hell yeah so stuff <laughs> like that because you know especially for this group we like a lot of music that you really have to think about, music that makes you feel a certain way, nostalgia, whatever. Yeah. But sometimes you just need to turn the fuck up, and yeah. that guy is Pitbull. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, so the next one for me um, is a band there. They're really out there, and I think people really either like them or not. Um, and I saw them on Halloween, which is amazing, at the Palladium in i think it was 2013 and it's arcade fire i love old arcade fire so much i don't know anything about arcade fire my brother gets so mad at me he's like ashley like i don't know i couldn't name a song their first two albums to me are classic yeah you could wake up you can totally everybody knows what wake is up. how does that go it's i'm not gonna yeah it. it's, uh, we'll, we'll play it later um <laughs> you got, i would sing for you guys fine uh, it goes, uh, <clears throat> uh, 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 look at that song That's right a, there. 
that song fucking you two came out to that song when they perform live oh shit okay yeah. i need to look this up and that's actually how the song goes that's the majority of that the is song. so Sorry funny that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no but but they're like another band that is like super weird and super out there this was right as reflector had just come out uh, which we i love that album too uh, no, that was a different one. We went. We saw them front row at the Roxy. Yeah, for different. Yeah, you saw Arcade Fire at the Roxy. Yeah, it was for it was a for special taped thing that we had to sneak. Well, not we had to go and work. Yeah, um, it was brilliant. That's it was awesome. amazing. Yeah, but this was at the Palladium, and uh, everybody I was with, um, except Sandy Panther, she was the only other person with me Shout on the floor. Sandy. Yeah, everybody else was in the back bar getting drunk. Um, but she and I were there and then at some point cause it was Halloween in Hollywood at the Palladium and Arcade Fire, there was a guy in like a massive bear costume, like full on bear costume <laughs> that was pushing his way through the, f- to get to the front and everybody was like seriously like punching this, this person. Um, and so I saw this, I'm like, oh, that's messed up and just followed him all the way to the front, um, rode that train, rode that, that bear train all the way to the front or actually to the <laughs> middle. <laughs> Um, and I just remember that I was like, I just did this. I'm at a show seeing arcade fire and there's a guy in a bear costume getting, getting beat up. And I just like walked right. You used he him. opened the, yeah, he opened the, the pathway and I got close and, um, That's had the, move. the best. Yeah. It was such a dope show. They're were so you, cool. Were you a fan of arcade fire before you went? I was, I, but I didn't get it. I, I yeah. mean, I was a fan, but not at this level and just seeing them play a whole show at, um, and you know, of course, it was at a show, so having a couple beers and like fully letting go. Yeah, and, and it was Halloween too in Hollywood. Like it was a crazy night anyway. God, yeah, um, yeah, God. it was a great show. That's one of those bands. Like, in in like all honesty, their first two albums to me are just Epic. classics, absolute perfect albums. But since then, I've kind of just stopped paying attention. Like they're different. Yeah, it's, co- everything that's come out, and it's great. It's great that they're different. But it just kind of like hasn't spoken to me since. But um. The, the times that I have seen them, they've just been absolutely magical. Yeah. yeah. Arcade Fire. Um, so, as usual, every year I ask David for recommendations on who I should see at Coachella. And I missed out on Rosalia's show at the Mayan Theater because I didn't get invited. Assholes. Not you, but everybody. <laughs> and everybody. David and then my friend Lauren at work was like literally jizzing. She's like, oh my God, I saw Rosalia last night jerking off. And I was like, what the fuck? Who's this bitch? So we went to see her at Coachella. When I tell you I've never seen my boyfriend more mesmerized by someone's beauty in his life, I look over and Nick's like, just like didn't blink, didn't move. He Then he looks at me, he's like, what is this? I Oh my God. And we had, I mean, she was, she's like, is she, what nationality is she? She is, uh, well, she's a Spaniard. She's from Barcelona. Okay. She reminds me of like the Barcelona Britney Spears, but that can actually sing. And I love Britney Spears, but she's not known for singing talent. Yeah. But her like outfits and her, like, ah! Yeah, the, the (laughs) the way I put it together in my head was like, she is the best of Shakira and Janet Jackson, like, Ooh. put together. Oh, my God, yeah. And it is, like, incredible. Dude, and then she did a um, she did a Spanish version of Cry Me a River. Yeah, oh, that's on her last album. my God, I was dying. I hadn't, like, had a blast like that during a, a show. And here's the thing, like, 
because we haven't done a podcast since Coachella. It was my the whole thought process was to see people that I'd never seen, which I don't. I'm a creature of habit. Just like when Brittany's like, what stage are we going to? I said to see Division. She goes, we've seen Division 10 times. I like I like to see the same people. This year, I didn't do that. And thank God, because I witnessed, and she came out with Jay Balvin, who's, oh my God. Yeah. And she was so fucking good. She was the other person that stole all the headlines. Yes. That's all I heard about. Like, what tent was she in? She was in the Mojave. She should, she could have been main stage okay like she will be one she day will. i'm telling you she especially was with the whole latin movement happening it's like like bad bunny and jay balvin were on main stage she's gonna make her way there well she, yeah she came out that was another one on my list but um jay balvin i i knew his songs but i didn't like care and then i went and saw him looks <laughs> <with>, like the <laughs> state i was like what have i been missing yeah i was just like ah like it was so good fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyways oh that's like such a good one such a good one yeah let's see who else do i have on my list there's a, there's just some random ones okay another one i may people may just give me shit for and i'll just get it out of the way is um is designer you know fucking okay. panda 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 and you know at first i was like okay this song is catchy but everything else came out it Honestly, it sounded a little similar, but then um, I saw him live. And, and got those this pictures. dude was a fucking fireball of energy yeah. the entire time, like nonstop, just going. He went to the middle of the crowd. He turned shit up. He was just jumping, and like he had fucking crazy eyes the whole time. And I was like, this is some of the best shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, but yeah, I mean... Uh, it was a, it, like first time I saw him was at like a, a hip hop festival, but he just he stands out. He tries hard where I feel like other artists don't. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it does. Like he knows what other people have accomplished or, or the same people who are on the bill. So he was early on in the bill and he was going to make sure that, you know, people remembered him and that set. Yeah. And fuck, I think what future and drake headlined that that show and i remember designer more than anything i remember you came back from one of the designer shows and you had the most most epic pictures on your phone yeah. from front row oh, yeah. and you were like designer's the best and i didn't know like oh at the time i was probably like ashley i can't post these you want them yeah yeah <laughs> um i was wondering and i don't want to put this out there because i'm probably wrong but like is he just naturally hyper because he's so young or does he do drugs or because when he came into the station i worked at he was like and i was like what the fuck is wrong with this guy i don't know but honestly i don't think so i don't care if he does i just didn't know know, like but every time i've seen him whether wherever i was working or or anytime that i've just run into him it's it's at that level he's at 10 constantly yeah yeah I've never, I've never seen him not super hyped up. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've seen him live. Or I think I've seen him come out with somebody, but. Fair. Yeah. Definitely worth a look. I'm just saying, guys. Yeah. See it live. See what happens. You never know. For me, uh, another band that I really love um, is New Politics. I've seen oh them a God, couple I times. About yeah. Them. And the first time I saw them was in a little performance studio. And, um, there were pillows on the floor, and at some point, uh, the lead singer David just jumped off the stage and into the crowd. Made everybody like make a little circle, 
and started breakdancing on the floor. And he does this thing, Boyding, that's his last name, where he just stands on his head and kind of falls. Um, he does it at shows. Um, and I was like, these guys are like turning up and like bringing the energy in a little performance studio. Didn't they open for Fallout Boy at probably. the Wiltern and we went together? Pr- probably. I, I, that's probably why I never paid attention to them. I was probably like, oh, they're opening for Fallout Boy? Cool. I yeah. hate yeah. Fallout Boy forever. I will tattoo fucking F will be on my forehead. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> no, and um, and, and these guys, they're, uh, they came in for an interview a couple weeks later. Um, they were the nicest dudes um, and so humble. And their albums are really fucking good. All three of their albums. Four, three, four. Three? I'm not sure. Dang it. Uh, anyways, all their albums are good. And they're playing at the Roxy in a couple of weeks. I'm so stoked to go. Sweet. They're a band that I can go. And I usually go by myself because mm-hmm. they're a band where I'm like, I just want to get lost in the music. They're a little angsty, a little rock and a little punk rock, but also poppy enough and melodic enough yeah. to where I just I just dive right in. I'm, I'm a fan. And they're super nice cool dudes which i always appreciate random fact the singer is married to one of like the huge stars that was on walking dead for like since the beginning oh really the really pretty latin girl yeah that they're married nice yeah, yeah they're really all three are really cool random dudes. fact <laughs> yeah they oh, we went to the will turn they opened up for fallout boy and the guy jumped from the barricade into the cr- crowd and sang right. the past like th- the last three songs in the crowd and i just remember worried that he was gonna fall on me like ah yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was a fun show. I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, okay. So someone else that I saw at um who I wasn't not a fan of, but I just didn't care. Like I was like, whatever, is Alicia Keys. Oh my goodness. I literally couldn't give a fuck. And then she <laughs> they booked her for one of the Valentine shows, and my friend Becky is a huge huge alicia keys fan like obsessed with becky and i are good friends i know like you guys have never talked about this but we need to you need to um and becky's like gotta just go and just give her a chance come on please so we go and we meet her backstage we take a picture with her she was like the nicest chick ever and then she like i'm a really big fan of like how emotional someone can make me in the moment yeah like if Mm -hmm. if i don't know your song and i can get emotional off of first listen like you got me and she was just on the piano and i'm just bawling next to becky i'm just like i text me i'm like (laughs) i get it i get it and she just sound it was just her and a piano absolutely and i think the venue was at the blasco so what three thousand ish people pretty intimate it was for valentine's day Oh my god, it was beautiful. It was I I granted I didn't go listen to her album after, but I understand and appreciated her yeah. after that. She was so good live. I she is the only artist that I'm an official f- like fan club member. Like I actually have <laughs> I love you. joined the Alicia Keys fan club because at the time like you sign you sign when you bought it it's like a lifetime membership or like an annual membership. Sweet. You got an autograph from her, like a picture autograph. Yeah. And at that point, I was not working in the industry. And I was like, yep, I need that. So I did that. And then I bought tickets to one of her concerts and got an email saying, hey, you're on, you're part of her fan club. Do you want to come meet her before the show? And so I got to meet Alicia Keys at, uh, it was the Kodak Theater before the show. And it was, it wasn't a meet and greet either it was like just a lounge area and she came out and she was talking to us and like hung out with us for like 15 20 minutes and that was the first time where i was like 
she actually knew some of the people and like knew their yeah. stories. And I was like, oh, she actually knows these people. And, and then I come to realize that they're just fans. Um, and then through that fan club, if you're not a fan, if you're not a member, you really need to join Alicia Keys <laughs> fan club in 2002. <laughs> Um, this is all, this is this whole podcast is just a promotion for this thing. Yeah, um, this is sponsored by Alicia Keys and Co. Yeah, no, but um, part of that she was doing the music video for No One, and I got to hang out on the set of the music video. That is so cool. It was re- and it was and it was the first time we heard the song because it wasn't out yet. So yeah. like months before it came out, I was like, holy shit, this song. Um, and then one year I was sitting in a production office behind a concert at a concert backstage and she came out of the bathroom and just walked right past me. And I was like, I'm in an office like backstage and she was, um, she was just going to come to, uh, present an artist or, you know, introduce an artist. So she didn't have a, um, a dressing room she didn't have a dressing room so she just uses the production office and just walked right in and like went to like freshen up and like make sure everything was on point before she went on stage and i sat there and like alicia keys just walk right out it was yeah uh, yeah, it was ridiculous um yeah she's definitely one of my first concerts i went to you love alicia that's awesome i saw her at the greek in 2002 right in the uh songs in a minor era nice yeah early alicia but yeah, she's she's amazing. We saw her a year or so ago at the yeah, Troubadour. About yeah, yeah. That was one. Of the, I think that was the first time at that Troubadour show when somebody locked up my phone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no phones. A sweet shot of the marquee. That <laughs> shit. When I got to go to the Jonas Brothers at the El Rey, mm-hmm. and they took my phone, I wanted to die. But then halfway through, I'm like, God, this is really nice. I get to enjoy. Because I was just screaming every lyric at the top of my lungs with strangers. And nobody literally. has video of it. And no one has video of it, even though there's video of it from Saturday. But I was like, God, I wish I could have gotten a picture. But I got a picture from the marquee. But yeah, yeah sometimes it's like nice not having your phone for shows. I think that's happened to me three times in total. What were they? First one was Alicia. Second time was, I think, Dave Chappelle at the Palladium. Okay. Because he was doing the Netflix yeah. thing. And then Logic at the Troubadour, like, last year. Yeah. Sean Mendes took our phones, remember? Uh, at the, the Orpheum. MTV, MTV Unplugged. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's just a sidebar. Yeah. Just a sidebar. But... Um, David, sorry, I just got sidetracked because you said Sean Mendes. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a that, dude. That was one that that me and Ramiro went to Staples Center. God, yep, damn. That's another one that I have on my list. I'm looking at is actually Sean because really? of you. Yeah, um, Miro. You know, another thing because as you all know on this podcast, I'm pretty shallow and I love attractive men. And I saw him at the MTV Awards that year with his biceps bulging in my face, and I was like. When the fuck did this bro hit puberty? Wait, you saw him on TV though, right? On TV. I'm yeah, like yeah. in my living yeah. room and I'm like, this is crazy. And then he, Mira was like, do you want to come to the, the Orpheum MTV taping? And I'm like, sure. I'm still upset about that. By <laughs> the way. Know, yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> and then we, and then I got to see him with John Mayer at the Ford theater. Yeah. And then a jingle ball. Oh my God. And he was, I mean, even if he was a bit uglier, I'd still enjoy it. That's how good his music is. Yeah, I've seen him a few times. God damn, he's good. Yeah, Yeah. but I like him because of you guys. Because you're like, give his music a chance. Yeah, I think that's... (laughs) (laughs) But I think that that show at Staples Center was one where I 
you know, Dave and I, dudes in our 30s, mid-30s, uh, at a show, um, and it was Charlie Puth and Shawn Mendes. And even yeah. Charlie Puth, I was like, you know, he, he opened and played maybe a solid 40 minutes, but I was like, dude, hit after hit, yeah. all of these songs, and he's so talented. And then Shawn came and, like, I mean, I remember having to, like, do some, like, Vine thing with Shawn Mendes, like, at Wango Tango and, like, 2012 20 mm-hmm. even maybe before that yeah. his first album he was just a little kid we had to give him a phone and like have him go run around and get content um oh that's right yeah, yeah. he's and a then, viner that turned into yeah. a star yeah so so he was there and we're like of course you're gonna do vine like mm-hmm. here's here's a phone go capture stuff um and then to see him like actually a talented musician and his songs are poppy but there's depth in them and i was just and the way he like captivated a whole stadium like yeah he, he's he's another one that i kind of i was like oh he's a pop guy like yeah. cool and then when i saw him i'm like oh no there's 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 musicality behind this there's talent when we saw him at the orpheum and it was being taped he i don't remember what song it was it was one of the slower ones and we he recorded it and then he stood up and he goes, you guys, I'm really sorry, but I'm going to play this without my shoe on. Yes. Because I don't like the way it sounded and I feel comfortable having my right shoe off. And we're like, okay, so we got to hear the song again. And he was just so like open and honest and like a bit insecure, but not in a weird way, but just like showing like, I have a weird superstition about my right foot or whatever, yeah, what have absolutely. you. But it was like really, I was like really impressed by that. Like, yeah, that he was really good. Yeah, dude, he's so dope. I think... <laughs> it was hilarious because so if you know me i'm a bald dude in my mid-30s who's brown and <laughs> whatever so i used to run social for kiss fm here in la and um lethe b who well now now works in miami i heard i heard sean mendes stitches and i was like oh shit i think that's like i'd like this stuff before but that was the first song where i'm like yo this is legit i love this so much i run the studio i'm like what was that blah 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 like and she's like, oh, it's Sean Mendes, whatever, whatever. And from there on out, I was just like, yep, hooked on it. So me and her, now every time she plays Sean Mendes, she's like, it's for my boy DP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's amazing. Definitely amazing. I think I got one more. I think I got one more. So I don't, I feel like if I say this, I'm going to take so much shit. But I absolutely Uh-oh. just nothing. Because I don't like to talk about things I don't like. Yeah. Like, legitimately. Um, and But I've never, ever liked Green Day. Ever. Okay. And, you know, still for the most part, like, I won't seek out their music for any reason. Yeah. Yep. But I saw them one. I saw them perform once at, in Burbank at, uh, at the theater. Mm-hmm. And those dudes... Are at whatever age they are, yeah, and they are just insane. And I realize I, I go back and I hear all the, all the classic stuff off of uh, Dookie and whatnot, yeah. uh, Basket Case, you know, yeah, stuff like that. And everyone in the crowd was like so effing into it, mm-hmm. and they were just there were kids in the crowd as well, and they really took to the kids and like yeah. made them crowd surf, do all these things, did shit that you know these people are gonna remember for the rest of their lives. Um, so. I didn't feel bad for the fact that I didn't like Green Day, but in that moment, I was like, this is why. Yeah. That was an incredible show, but nothing I would ever go back to. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But it was, you appreciate it in the moment, and they have stood the test of time. Um, 
they what is the singer's name Billy Joel Armstrong Billy Joel Armstrong was backstage at one of the iHeartRadio festivals and he was oh. did you hear about this yeah he was so drunk I think he like pulled his pants down and he peed did. on one of the guitars he did he yeah he, that he went to rehab right yeah after he went that. to like, rehab that was after. a breaking point and he was on stage just like fucking bad like just saying crazy shit yeah he pissed pissed himself peed on a guitar that was supposed to get autographed for a client and i was like rock and fucking roll dude like that's kind of cool like i would want to piss on someone if i was, <laughs> I was in a punk band. <laughs> but but yeah the thing that i also love about them um i'm a i'm a casual fan where i think they're uh american idiot and 21st century breakout breakdown are amazing albums and i love that but i also love the broadway show version um and that there's a song 21 guns and it's like a broken down ballad version of it and yeah. it's very broadway and i can't that's one of those songs that i can't listen to without tearing up like it's just so beautiful and then you hear the Green Day version and it's a little it's got a little more rocked in it and you're like, holy shit, like yeah. again, stripping down, there is music, there is and there is a vibe, there's an essence in those songs that yeah. I didn't fully appreciate until I heard the Broadway show version where oh, I was that's like, interesting. Oh, that's I'll check that out. Yeah, it's really great. Um That's another one that we need to do on this, if anyone's interested, is our oh. favorite broadway soundtracks and our favorite soundtracks in general yeah, oh we talked about yeah we're wanting to do this because after you took me to see something i won't name i'll save it i've listened to that soundtrack like screaming at the top of my lungs on the way to work i was wow. like ah! like oh my god so yeah we need to talk about that'd that. be a great yeah. one that Oof. yeah it's really good um but yeah yeah i think i have one more and i'll make this really quick call it out I saw a photo of this person who's going to be at a TV show and I was like, what is this? What is happening here? How, what? And then I heard one of the songs and I'm like, wow, this is awful. I don't get this. And then I saw him perform and I was like, I think I get it. What is wrong? And it's Post Malone. Ah. I, okay. no. It's, I mean, I've never bought his album and I, I, this was, I think he, his first song. Dude, I don't even I am, know what it is. I've never been in more of the same boat with someone in my life as the way you describe Post Malone. I, same. I was like, what are we doing? What, what is, is what this? What the fuck is this shit? And then <laughs> I got it. Yeah. I was, I was so blown away. I went to the show because I thought it was going to be an absolute train wreck. Yeah. And I walked away and I was like, no, this was actually kind of brilliant. It was kind of amazing because it was not what I expected. And then I saw everybody there who was feeling it and was like diehard fans. I'm like, how are you a diehard fan of this artist that I thought was going to be awful? And this is his first song. It's his first TV appearance. It's like, what is happening and of course now he's a juggernaut and I've seen him at the MTV awards last year, the VMAs like playing with Aerosmith. Like I was in the pit for that. I'm like, this is wow. He covered Nirvana's come as you are yes. in 2016 or 15. I think it was 15. Brittany and I went to the Republic house at, Co at Coachella. I was like, man, this fucking, 
fat, stinky guy. I don't want to watch this uh, shit. But he's also on Republic Records. You're like, this, how? What? This motherfucker is like the voice of an angel. And I'm like, I literally right? wanted to I walk know. up to him and be like, I'm so sorry that you don't know me, but I talked so much shit about you and you were brilliant. I just went up to him. I was like, that was great. And Brittany and I like hugged him and I was like, I just didn't, it just didn't. Again, I'm shallow, his looks, so if you're not that cute, why am I going to listen to your music? I'm such a piece of shit, but I but, get it. But even the music, <laughs> but even at first, the music, I'm like, is this rapping? Is this country? You is don't this, know what it is. Is this rock? What? And it, it, I didn't get it. And then I saw it live. I'm like, oh, it's a vibe. It's a, as much yeah. as I hate that. I was like, that's what it is. Yeah. No, it is. And the thing I like the most about Post Malone is he's so true to himself. Yes. He doesn't care. And he's nope. so just like... I do drugs. I tap my face. I'm a little overweight. Yeah, I probably smell. Fuck it. And he just owns it. And it's so, like, refreshing. Like, and he's really good live. Like, so his, at yeah. Coachella, when he played last year, I think, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that was the most crowded stage. People, like, die for Post Malone. They die for him. Yeah. 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 My last one, real quick, is Mr. Easy. Oh, I love Mr. Easy. I got to see him at Coachella. He had a sequence glitter moving school bus on the stage Mm. with the coolest dancers ever. And he used to be signed to Mad Decent. And we worked his record that he had with French Montana and then Pour Me Water. And seeing him was just, he was amazing. Like, oh my God. If he comes back to LA, I want to go see him. Yeah. (laughs) He's one that... um Funnily enough, one of these times I hung out with our friend Brittany when he was coming to town because, like, you know, I heard his stuff on, you know, streaming and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, shit, a couple of these songs are really amazing. Let's go check them out live. So he performed in this little spot that is now like the Beetle House on Hollywood Boulevard. And it's a small little nothing. It was a small little venue. 100 people, maybe max. Wow. And like. No, st- no stage really. Just like you know, a little band in the corner. He walks in, and you know, it was a predominantly black audience, and it was, it was, it was amazing because it was super, just the the African vibes and like yeah. the feeling was incredible. But it was funny because it was, it was me and Brittany kind of in the mix, like, oh, we love this so much, and people were trying. That's amazing, over, like, yeah. Oh, all right, cool. What's yeah. up? But it was just such a good vibe, and it's, it's fucking it's feel great music feel good i oh my god i loved him like oh he was so good um but yeah if you guys have seen any or if we would actually like to know i'd like to know if any of you guys have disliked an artist until you've seen them live so i don't feel like the only douche are here yeah we um, we kind of bared it all right here i know we all bared it all <laughs> so you let bad. us know um and yeah thanks for listening follow us on instagram for some fire pics at math <laughs> We do put fucking fire pics up on our fire. socials. Yeah. Because you two have raging OCD and every picture needs to be perfect. It, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be back a little more consistently now. Yeah. We're just going to try, but friendship first and that's how it always plays out with us. So yeah. And if you have any topic suggestions too, like let us know. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.